Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta! What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. It is a Tuesday because coming off of the MLK holiday, and we hope you had a great weekend. Short week for most of us, but what an intriguing weekend it was, Mike, in the NFL. And guys, I mean, listen, you thought the Super Bowl was bad, okay? And I get it. It's the Super Bowl. But 27 points. And you are up, Mike, on the road. This was unbelievable to watch over the weekend. Mm. We're going to talk about all the games. We'll talk about what's coming up. we got all week to break it down. Chuck Smith's going to join us here in about 20 minutes to uh, help us with the uh, breakdown of some of these games and what he saw up front. Listen, Cowboys go to 49ers now. That's going to be an interesting game. You get the Giants-Eagles, which they've already seen each other. They're division foes. And then you get a rematch of what we were supposed to see a couple weeks ago when DeMar Hamlin got injured, which was – Bills and Bengals, but man, we got a lot to chop up. But Mike, let's start with the Hawks because as much as we were diving in and going hard on the Hawks on Friday, and rightfully so, it's 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 dysfunctional. Okay, everybody around the country now knows what's going on. The good news is the guys on the floor seemingly put that out of their heads, and they mm-hmm. played well over the weekend. Mike, we get some big wins. For the Hawks over the weekend. Yeah, again, I mean, look, the Pacers, I kind of thought we'd get that. Toronto and then Miami, you know, Jimmy Buckets always, even though they've struggled this year, is a guy that you got to worry about. And this was the most impressive on MLK Day for folks that were down there wearing the Peachtree jerseys. Get up 24 only to go through the stuff which you've seen time and time again this season. So the things we talked about with Nate, strategy, I will say this, DeJounte Murray was on fire and he was was bailing him out. And again, he stopped the bleeding with a monster three. And it was funny because you and I were talking about it this morning. When I watched it again uh, this morning on DVR, just real quick, Reggie Miller nailed it right before the trip up the court to hit that big three. He goes, Hawks are scrambling, meaning we're losing composure. And now we've, we're going back to ISO ball, which is mm. we, well, basically what we've done the first half. And that's where, you know, you and I argue about this every week with the listeners. That's got to stop. And that's yeah. Nate. Isn't it on Nate and Trey? Well, listen, I, I think when you're in panic mode and you've lost the kind of games we've lost this season where we've been up big, mm-hmm. right? You were nervous a little bit yesterday. Heck like, yeah. Like a little bit. Because you got it down to six. six. Yes. You know, so you're going, okay, here we go again. But those games we've lost this season. We have not won enough of those games. So Reggie's right. Because when you get nervous, what happens? You revert back to, I have to do something. Mm -hmm. I've got to make a play. I can't trust my teammates. I got to do it all. And that's what you see. That's what he's talking about with hero ball. Either way, man, Murray, big game. Trey, 24. I think, Mike, if we can, between now and the start of the playoffs, I'm not even going to say in the playoffs because I don't know where this team's going to be. Everybody's asking me after Friday. I just said, listen, I'm done telling you guys this is a top four team. 
If they end up being that, so be it. But I I just don't believe that that's going to be the case. But between now and then, can DeJounte and Trey coexist and work together and be the best duo that they can be? If they can, and I don't know what that exists exists of, right? right? I'm not telling you they're going to be Trey. Oh, excuse me. I'm not telling you they're going to be Clay and 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 Steph. Mm -hmm. But whatever that is, Mike, they have to figure that out. And if they can do that, we got a shot because again. When they're playing together like this, this is a dangerous team. And the big thing this weekend is getting Clint Capella back. See what Capella means on both sides. And, you know, again, his shooting up close is always going to be kind of sketchy, but cleaning the glass, not allowing easy buckets in the paint, that was great to see. Very strange how this week plays out. Uh, Wednesday they go to Dallas for one just one game on a road trip, then they come back and they'll play the Knicks and then Charlotte. And you would think, you know, you'd like your chances of going – I don't know, two out of three, but uh, it'll be interesting to see Trey. Obviously, Trey versus Luca equals ESPN on Wednesday night. And it's going to be a big one. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. And of course, we are on the gram and across all other social media platforms. I want you guys to hear Chris Viblamore. Chris covered the Hawks for a very long time. He works for the AJC. He came on our radio station and was asked about Nick Ressler. Now, Mike and I said this Friday, listen, we're not casting dispersions on anybody. All we're telling you is the information. But if half of this is true, okay, then it's not a good look for our our team and our organization. And I know Kyle Corver went on the morning show this morning. We're going to let you hear that a little bit later on. But Chris was talking about Nick Ressler and his rise in the organization. Listen to this. Uh, I don't – main reason, I'm not sure. A reason, certainly. Look, in all our reporting, which is is been literally months in the, in the making as you, you know, you've told stuff and, and, and investigate stuff, uh, you know, there's some contention there and from people who aren't there anymore. Uh, you know, they lost four senior members of their basketball operations staff that are gone. Um, and the honest answer is there was some contention there. Uh, how this all plays out, if it was the right move, if it was the wrong move, that's all to be seen. Um, but the fact of the matter is, and the fair statement is, you know, there is some contention there. That's just a fact. Yeah, I mean, you said this on Friday's show. If uh, Nick Ressler turns out to be a basketball savant, then I'll, we'll all take a knee, right? Kiss his butt in the county square. But if history has taught us anything recently in pro sports, this is not where you want to be. This is a bad, bad situation. And when you consider this is a team which is in the crossroads, I mean, Schlenk is gone. The architect of this thing isn't here anymore. So you've left it to someone else who didn't have the same vision as that guy. And it's, it's, it's very perturbing, especially the, the stuff that came out in the AJC article about Trey. And it's, that's kind of what we've, you and I have come to expect. And maybe it doesn't translate to the listeners. But do you think it's cool when you're in the middle of a series and you just jet on your own home without the team? And you got the disconnect with him and the coach, him and management. And then you find out that perhaps the son of the owner is, is friendly with the superstar. It's a weird vibe, bro. It is. I mean, Chris Vivlamore is right. That's The word is – and my, my deal with this is, guys, if you don't have enough adults in the room – it's not going to get resolved, right? I, I know people just think, well, you can just work in this environment. If you've worked in a crap environment, mm-hmm. and I have, things don't get resolved by just letting them go and, oh, well, he'll be okay, and we don't have to talk about anything. It doesn't matter what your job is. Here's Vivlemore talking about Trey Young, Mike, and the idea that there was a trade or has been discussions about Trey mm-hmm. being traded. Now, if you think him and Nick Ressler are, are cool, 
if they're boys, if they're buddies, and I don't know the, to the extent of that, you know, what right. that is, then this probably isn't going to happen. But the idea is there were a lot of things being talked about. Here's what I can tell you from multiple sources. I, I don't know if it goes anywhere, but that has been discussed. That's as, that's as far as I can go, but from multiple people. Whether it happens or not, how serious it is, I don't know, but I know that subject has been broached. And he's talking about Trey Young potentially being traded. Now, you're going, why would we do that? And I said this to you guys. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, if we do that, we've lost. Right. We lost because you didn't take Luka, right? You traded for Trey, which is fine. And if you end up going to the playoffs every year and maybe having a shot at a championship or two, during the process over the next 10 to 12 years, if he's here in the franchise guy, that's great. But you also got draft picks out of that that have not worked. Cam Reddish was a part of it. He's gone. We talked about this. So when you start adding up the pieces and you say, hey, what do we have? If you do trade him away and if you don't get a superstar in return, which I don't know what the value is. I know he's a max guy, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a star in return. No. The point is, what do you have? And I don't want to start over. I, I, we've been here. We've been trying to rebuild for damn near like 10 years. So we're at a point where things either need to get fixed, we need to make adjustments, hopefully the basketball staff in place, Mike, yeah. know what they're doing, and we can build around what we have. But if not, if you're just one of these people like, well, we need to trade Trey, we're starting over. <laughs> then we're, we're screwed, guys. Then we're going to be one of those, you know what? Then it'll be Tony Ressler or his wife that will be in that rogues gallery of every single year. Time down for the NBA lottery. Let's go live to Secaucus. <laughs> And then you're stuck, like Elgin Baylor was in that. Like, remember, he was like stuck forever, forever, and forever. There's, and there's from the Clippers, Elgin Baylor. It just—it's the worst place you ever want to be. So here's the deal, guys. You need to make some big moves. And I got what? I got an inexperienced general manager, an inexperienced assistant general manager who's got at least time on the court. That we we love Kyle Korver. Then I got the son who fancies himself a personnel guy and his cadre of dudes. Tony Wrestler, you guys don't realize this. Maybe you read in the article. Just a year ago, the entire front office got a contract extension just to be fired and let go less than a year later. That That doesn't make sense. Sounds like people who know what they're doing. That's just it. You gave Schlenk and his scouting staff, who all got dismissed, a contract last year. Stupid. 404-741-0929. This is where we're starting because the Hawks came off the weekend, and they did well. They had a good three games over the weekend, including the MLK game yesterday, right. to beat the, the Miami Heat. Good on the court. Off the court, not so much. And this is something we'll continue to discuss throughout the day. Uh, I, I will tell you guys this, and I teased it with Andy. You know, the idea that um, J.C. was going to be traded, we knew this. We talked about it for months, right? Whether well, there was any, any truth to it, but I can confirm that J.C. was going to be traded. And we were going to get in return Harrison Barnes. And Harrison Barnes, now you got to think back. Mm. Harrison Barnes added to a team with Herder and Barnes, and you knew that, right. well, probably Gallo was not going to be here. It increases your shooting prowess on the outside, Mike, and gives more guys for Trey to right. give it up to. I just think that's something that, you know, you look at and you go, well, would it have made us a championship team? I don't know. But it's those little, nice piece. But it's those little yeah. things that real GMs do, Mike, to improve a team. Now, it didn't happen. You know why it didn't happen? Because of the crap we're talking about right, right now. Because you have dysfunction. You're incapable of making these decisions. Remember, guys, we love what DeJounte Murray's doing. It's taken a long time for him and Trey to coalesce in the backcourt. And the only beef that uh, the GM, the former GM had was, hey, I like the piece, but it's too much of an ask. 
Well, only time will tell now. Remember, guys, if DeJounte Murray decides to bolt, and if you read that article from Sam Amick last week, he said, he's like, what the hell did I sign up for? This is a train wreck. This is not what I'm used to in my, my five years in the NBA. So if he moves on, you lose those draft picks, it's a fail. It's, it's a fail the way Danny Manning was a fail or Mark yeah. Teixeira was a yep. fail with the Braves. you got to assume this guy's going to lock in here. All right. Let's keep winning. Next up, Mike mentioned it. Hawks at Mavs right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 tip. We're coming back. Chuck Smith's going to join us. NFL action this weekend was bananas, and we're going to have him break down some of the stuff we saw up front. What was going on with Bosa, by the way? He completely lost his cool and hurt his team. Chuck Smith's coming up next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Dukes and Bell. Let's spend some time with our man Chuck Smith here to help us analyze what we saw over the weekend. And, Chuck, I know you want to talk about some specific things. Mike and I were trying to uh, make sure that we could open your document because I don't want to miss out on anything that you want to get to today because it's just too much stuff that happened this weekend. And first and foremost, man, how are you doing? What's going on with you, man? Did you enjoy the games this weekend? Man, I love the games this weekend. It was pretty awesome to see. Wasn't a lot of great defensive performances. Defenses did enough to do what they had to do to win games. But I was kind of chilling. You know, I'm in the middle of draft prep. Got guys going to the Senior Bowl, East West Shrine, Tropical. So I'm just leaving the gym now. That's kind of what I got going right now, just preparing these guys for the next step, but also watching a lot of my players and a lot of the guys I got love for performing in the playoffs. Yeah, man, I guess we can work our way from the back to the front. Uh, we were talking about the Chargers and Jacksonville, and, you know, I mean, Bosa's a machine, but, man, he lost his cool. I know you got. I know the refs are ticky-tack and throwing your helmet. Uh, it's a victimless crime, most could argue, but, man, it seemed pretty jive at the time. Yeah, I won't say jive, because those are the kind of things that coaches talk about, the little details. Yeah. Joey Bosa was out of pocket. Mm. Simple as that. He threw his helmet down. No matter what the refs say, no matter what happens, you don't do that. But the facts remain. Joey was offside earlier. So what, it's, what I saw was a kind of the ball rolling downhill. He got frustrated because he was offside. And the people on TV act like they were scared to say he's offside. He's like, <laughs> Man, league officer. I'm like, well, he's offside. Then I think all the other things happened, and he just kind of blew his fuse. You can't do that. We beat up young players for doing that all the time. And Joey Bolson is going to have to carry that this entire offseason. Yeah, I, the thing that bothered me, Chuck, is he's a captain. Um, and if somebody else yeah. did that on the team, he'd be wearing their blank out, right? Yeah. He'd be wearing them out. Exactly. He, he calls them uh, more harm in a situation where you're fighting for a game and you're a captain, you're wearing the C, and, and I think that is the part that bothered me the most. I'm not going to talk about his talent. We know how talented he is. But at the end of the day, Take it was just a, yeah, it was a bad mistake. All right, let, let's talk about – what we saw in the Giants-Minnesota game, because we talked a lot about this last week. And, and, you know, it was just a few weeks ago they won by a field goal. It was like a 60-yarder. And I was not a believer in Minnesota. But the pressure that the Giants brought all day against Minnesota. And Wink Martindale, we said this last week. I said he they blitz more than anybody else in the league. Kirk Cousins is going to get hit, and he got hit a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Listen, let me talk about Dexter Lawrence. Kid out of Clemson, all pro, big timer, and he plays the zero technique. Eight pressures in this game. He bossed up. Now, I'm telling you now, you're talking about Kirk Cousins. You look at the end of this game, 
he was destroying the Minnesota interior. And this is what – and understand this. There's an evolution going on, guys. These big guys can rush. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles, some of those guys up there. Look at the big guys in the interiors. Look at DJ Reader, who I'll talk about in a second, from Cincinnati. Dexter Lawrence right now is the best nose guard in football. Throwing him, Kevin uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, with the effort. And the one thing, remember this, Mike? We all kind of hmm. talked about this. It's Kayvon Thibodeau. Does he love ball? Right. When he was coming out. His effort. Hmm. He made so many effort plays in that game that saved the Giants that, you know, it's one of those stats that people don't talk about. But Dexter Lawrence, I'm telling you, him and Kayvon Thibodeau, Thibodeau they bossed up, man. It is Big Chuck Smith. He is a man with a degree in pass rush here on the WaitFor.com hotline. We were talking about it before the show, Chuck, though. I mean, the, the roughing the passer, they, I mean, maybe Rich McCain, these yeah. guys in the competition committee, will make that and pass interference. I mean, look, we spend like four hours watching football now. What's another five minutes? Get it right. But it seems to me that's so subjective, and it nearly cost the Giants the game. That's a tough one right there because the league is trying to protect quarterbacks. And when you got defensive linemen stacks, are about money. When guys miss a sack, I'm telling you, it bothers me. It's like, man, look, that's money in the bank. And I just think the way, the speed of the game, you got a 330-pound guy in Dexter Lawrence throwing a quarterback down, it's going to be a, a violent throw, a whip. And now here's the, what also makes it harder. The guys can run. This generation of quarterbacks, you're not getting Josh Allen down with, with just hoping he falls. Daniel Jones ain't going down. So when you think about it from that standpoint, it's going to be tough, and I'm interested to see moving forward because it's going to come up with NFL ops, and I'm sure Rich and them guys will eventually come up at the table. But I don't see it changing. I don't see it changing. Quarterbacks are being protected, and now we as pass rushers and the guys that are in the league, you got to deal with it and try to lay them down softly like laying them on the waterbed and making sure that you hold the back of their head and just lay them down. It's unreal. I know, man. It's tough. I- I'm with you, Chuck. Chuck Smith joining us. All right, from one Bosa to the other, I'm talking about Nick Bosa. No sacks. No quarterback yeah. hits. Okay, so did San Francisco's front seven get exposed a little bit? Because I'm, I'm mm-hmm. big on what they are defensively and why they might make a run to the Super Bowl. But what happened this last weekend against Seattle? Well, number one, they gave up 100 yards. Think about this, this front seven. They were challenged on the run. That's one thing Frisco always does well, Carl. They stop the run. But in this game, you know, the opponents, they had, what, 4.2 yards of carry. Seattle did pretty good. And that Kenneth Walker, he was great for me in fantasy, and he's still rolling. So anyway, <laughs> you get a fantasy league next year, get Kenneth Walker. But think about this. If I were to tell you all Nick Bosa had zero sacks, zero QB hits, you'd probably say, Wow, they struggle because he's going to be the DPOY defensive player of the year. But listen to me now. This team is more than Bosa. Charles Amalamu, he bossed up. To me, he was the best pass rusher on the field, throwing Armstead, T.Y. McGill, and Javon Kinlaw balled out. They had a big impact on the game. So as much as we focus on Bosa, they got a plethora of guys that are really big-time uh, compliments and that can make plays. 
No, and you think about the rotation. We always talk about rotation with the defense. They've got guys. I mean, yeah. you're right. Janoris Jenkins is in that rotation. Lenore is in yep. there. Fred Warren. They yep. got all those dudes. And it was interesting. And I, I felt like that was the one game I was most confident. I thought Geno was going to Geno, which he did. But man, it was some some puckered sphincters there for a minute on the San Francisco sideline. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, but what what is that matchup though with the Cowboys? Because Dallas, I mean, obviously they Ooh. they got it cooking last night. Brady, you know, Brady's got to get the ball out fast, and it seems like the receivers can't run those routes that they need to get down the field to make the to make this be the difference with Godwin and Evans. And now you look at what the uh, 49ers are going to do to the Cowboys. Cowboys going to do that same thing to a young rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy. Woo, the Cowboys. I'm going to tell you this right now. There's a unique talent right now in Micah Parsons. He is unorthodox because he's so fast. He runs a 4-3. And this Dallas defense, when you look at it, when, when you look at them going against San Francisco and Purdy, he's a hard man to stop. I mean, think about it. You get 10 quarterback pressures on 58 rushes. That's crazy. I mean, that's like the most since 2016. But give Dan Quinn a lot of credit. He's got the talent. He's putting these guys all over the field. And then when you look at it from Frisco's standpoint against Dak, this is going to be just an incredible. You like defensive line, front seven. You like blitzing. You like uh, four-man pass rush. It's going to this listen. That game's going to have everything involved in it. And so I'm excited to see the guys that I said were going to be one and two defensive player of the year. I actually have Micah. Then, of course, Bosa stepped up. But both of those guys are definitely two guys that, you know, fit the bill and have defensive player of the year uh, quality. Yeah, and what's interesting is, I mean, we knew that offensive line for Tampa Bay was ravaged, right? Mm -hmm. They'd get Jensen back last night. It really didn't matter. They just came after him. I mean, and Brady looked old. They made him look old last night. Short throws. He couldn't make the throws he needed to make. And it was one of those things where you kind of just, you know, you saw him kind of just get exposed in a way last night that we haven't seen Brady get exposed. But if you haven't been watching Tampa, this is kind of what he's looked like this year. Right? This is kind of what he's looked like. Yeah, I mean, you could see, I mean, he was already thrown off of his back foot. You know, to me, he looked a little bit timid but when you think about the impact of a pass rush and when you're getting bludgeoned right let me just give you a quick example you guys might might remember some of our falcon fans so we go to the super bowl in 98 we taunted the st louis rams back then they were st louis so they become the greatest show on turf and there was a game we played them the first game listen chris chandler must have got hit a hundred times i ain't gonna lie to you hey listen them just <laughs> And that's what it reminded me of. And so, and what I'm saying is this, it don't matter who you are. When you start getting hit and you start getting rushed and harassed and feeling uncomfortable, even the great ones like Tom Brady flinched. And last night he had no offensive line. They got bludgeoned. It was like Mike Tyson in his heyday knocking people out. It was Evander. So really, matter of fact, this game was like Ali, Evander, and Tyson hitting Tom Brady at one time. So it was like unbelievable. Unbelievable. I ain't surprised. Tampa struggled all year. And to me, when Tom Brady retires, good for the Atlanta Falcons. We got we got one of the great ones out, and that'll help us. And, hey, Chuck, just to wrap it up with last night, I think that's one of the best games Dak okay. Prescott's ever played. Dak balled out. I don't know why people question him so much. He's been a solid quarterback. I like him. I'd love to have him as my quarterback. He's confident. He can make the throws. Dak Prescott, he's trending up. There's no other way to say it. And I, I'd like to see Dallas go further in the playoffs because I'm, I'm not a fan, but I respect 
the guys that are on that team, they got a good group of hardworking guys. We're going to talk about the matchups on Friday with Chuck. We'll talk about Cincinnati, what they did. Sam Hubbard made, you know, arguably the play of the game. Uh, and now they got to go to Buffalo. And Buffalo, yep. they're wobbling a little bit. I mean, I, I, as much as I love to say they're going to get to the Super Bowl, they're wobbling. So, Chuck, we're going to break that game down. I want to know what you think up front. Okay. But I want to remind our listeners, okay. man, we're big high school football guys. We are huge college football fans. And Chuck Smith helps out guys across the board, not only in the NFL. He's got classes going on at Norcross, 80-minute classes. All schools are welcome. You can call. Ask for the yep. Dukes and Bell discount, all right? We're trying to hook you guys up with Chuck. <laughs> Dukes and Bell discount, all right? Yeah, yeah. What's the phone yeah, number? Yeah, y'all didn't know I had a discount. I- I'm sure 92.9 is like, hey, when did we do that little promotion? <laughs> that guy, I, just, I, threw y- I threw y'all under the bus. It is a Dukes and Bell discount rate, courtesy of Dukes and Bell. All right. Nice. Call, call Chuck, man. Make sure you get your, your guys in there. <laughs> 833-222-SAC. All right, that's yeah. 7225. So 833-222-SAC and get your, get your, get your people in there, man, because uh, he's helping out people all over the country. Chuck, man, we appreciate you. Get us out of here. Live life every day like it's third and eight. I like that Atlanta Hawks team I saw yesterday. Y'all hmm. keep it up. Right on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Back Tuesday. Thanks to Chuck Smith for stopping by. More NFL conversation coming up in our NFL Blitz. Former Falcon Russell Gage last night scaring the NFL world. Mm. Weird hit. He leaves the game uh, on a stretcher, a concussion, neck injury. They say he's moving all his extremities, Mike. Today he'll run. They'll run some more tests, but. Good news for Russell Gage. Yeah, he just tweeted on social media, Bo Morgan had. I just retweeted it that uh, he's doing okay. But, yeah, it just it's, you know, and everybody who talked about it, all the players said it's like deja vu after what just went down with DeMar Hamlin. The worst, it was, you know, you're, th- you're fearing for the worst, all the folks on the field that, as it went down. Yeah. I, uh, it's just, again, and PTSD, I mean, for us, right, as fans. We, well, I mean, we, it just, we see that, and yeah. you're like, "Oh no, here we go again!" Right? You see groups of players forming a circle, and the silent, uh, the silence of the crowd is just—it's creepy. You know, you're right, but uh, he's out there on on social media saying, I "Appreciate all the texts, and want to let you know that I'm doing great and in great spirits." Thank you with the prayers up. All right, um, let, let's talk about the parade over the weekend for a second. Um, we're going to spend more time on on the tragedy of what happened in the four o'clock hour. Um, and again, I just I don't know what else to say about it at this point. I know investigations continue, and we want to be sensitive to the families that are involved, and a lot of people are hurting right now, um, and rightfully so. But there was the parade on Saturday. And did this feel different, I'm curious, dog fans, than last year? Mike and I were were saying this, and we were there last year, right? We were saying after 40 years, listen, you do it after 40 years, it feels so different and new and like we'll never do this again, and – here I was saying we're going to do it again, and we should do it next year, and then they do it again. But but did this feel different? And I felt like this one was more braggadocious, right? The first one last year was like, "Whoa, we did it! Thank God we, we were able to overcome." And and this year was like people holding their sacks and going, "Hey, we told you guys we were really good." <laughs> Right? Didn't it feel that way? <laughs> well, I mean, whatever it takes to motivate, and this is where Kirby is going to have to continue to find the right buttons to push when you've got guys that are all five-star. And as he said, you know, you don't want entitlement to creep in. But if you got to create this, you know, let's call it what it is. It's a BS narrative that nobody respects. Who had Georgia going seven and five? I want to see this person. I want to see that, whatever that tweet was. Again, unless it was like Bob Yablonski from the Knoxville Pudwhacker. I don't know who had Georgia going seven and five. So, but if that's what it took, they felt, again, and everybody plays his card, Carl. Now you got Pop Warner kids going, you know, we always felt disrespected by those guys. <laughs> so everybody plays that. But, I mean, it was, yeah, but, I mean, this is cool. I mean, Alabama does it. I, I mean, I, I don't want to be in the position of you're a Georgia fan to feel this is, you know, oh, blasé and old hat. But you're right. It was a different dynamic, though, to your point. Yeah, uh, and, and, again, when you win the championship game the way they want it, 
you can't kind of walk around the way we see yeah. guys walk around. And I own, I own that. Mm-hmm. Part of the narrative coming out of this weekend was Stetson Bennett and his awareness. Whether or not he was fully engaged in the process of enjoying this parade, enjoying people cheering his name and, and all of that, was he engaged? Because some people say he was on his phone. Okay, well, we're all on our phones. Some people say, well, he wasn't engaged when he was being interviewed by DJ Shockley. And I'm going to let you hear what he had to say in, in response to Shock saying, hey, what are you going to remember? But at the end of the day, this whole Stetson Bennett thing, man, he did it. I, I, you can't take anything away from him. And, and if you're telling me you wanted more from him, and mm. Mike, he's given Georgia everything. Yeah, uh, UGASports.com put it out there this morning that, uh, why, you know, because people, people reacted, why was Stetson on his phone? Texting pictures of the National Championship Parade to 600 to 700 Tennessee fans <laughs> who Trent called him earlier this year. And that's a true story. So that's if, great. That, if that was in part, okay, look, you know, this guy, he can never get – I don't know what you want to quantify it. I, what, a quarter of Georgia fans? I don't know. We, we debated all, the, all that last year. You know, is he the right guy for the job? He got it done. And then this year he did it with even more style points in those, in those playoff games. So I don't, I don't know why guys want to, you know, to break – like I guess what we do in America these days. We break every – we build guys up and then we crap on them. So I, I don't personally – look, he doesn't owe anybody anything at this point. He can no. go do whatever he wants. No. And hopefully he, make, he gets a chance to earn an NFL paycheck. We will see. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Turtle behind the glass. Our engineer, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live. Live well. Let's hear Stetson Bennett at the parade. He's being interviewed on stage. Our man DJ Shockley and Shock, you crushed it. You did a great job again this year, man. Um narrating this parade and narrating the, the on-stage you know, presence of what was going on with Georgia. Here's what he said in regards to the question, uh, what, what are you going to remember? The thing I'm going to be most proud of, man, y'all burn us. Y'all burn us. Y'all kept telling us how bad we were and y'all couldn't understand it and, you know, and we kept winning and and we kept embarrassing people, but y'all had other storylines and it was 49 to 3, and it was, you know, 65 to 7. It was everything. And y'all didn't want to believe it because you didn't. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Uh, hey, but you know, um, screw it. We got two rings, man, you know? No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Now, again, any, like any good story, there's got to be a plot twist, and that plot twist was the Ohio State uh, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not mad at Stetson for saying that. Like, that's how he feels. And by the way, there has never been a more disrespected guy right. in this program. So I, I don't have an issue with what he said. Some people were like, "Oh," but but Mike is right. Saying y'all, who's y'all? Yeah. I mean, again. If this was what they used at the Bud Smear building for that extra juice, that extra rep in the weight the room. The rat poison? Yeah, I mean, nobody – I mean, like, Georgia was preseason top three, okay? <laughs> Alabama – now, if you want to say Alabama, you had Alabama above us. Yeah, because Alabama, the thought was Will Anderson and Bryce Young were older, more experienced, and they're going to do some work. But they didn't, and Georgia did. So, but it's it's fine. I, I got no problem. I mean, to me, it's like background noise. When someone says they're disrespected, that's said every day now in American sports. But look, the the kid 
Now do you want to you want to say I want to see him succeed. I would love to see him go to the combine and maybe get a chance to be drafted. You know, who cares where you're drafted and get out there and then in three years in the NFL, you can throw an NFL pension on top of everything else you can do in your later life. Man, y'all burn us. <laughs> that that I mean like Yes, it's a part of college football. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it, like it, at halftime, you had David Pollock telling Nick Saban which way the world was spinning these days. Okay, That's true. I mean, the, the, That's true. Now, now the key for me is the, the, whatever you thought of Stetson. Now the, it'll be Carson Beck, it'll be Brock Vandegriff, maybe Gunnar Stockton. But now that's now we can start that chapter in the spring football culminating with the spring game. Yeah, but y'all had other storylines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stetson. I, and I, again, I love the kid. I'm not mad at him. Mm-hmm. I, I, the thing, after last year when I said, can he bring your team back from being behind? And he did. And I was done. And when he decided to come back, I had no issues. I was, I, I was more than confident that he was going to be able to get the job done. And he did. So, yeah. And look, you know, everybody does their thing. Uh, if you... If you wanted him to sit there and be, what's he going to be contrite about? He did it. You told everybody said his own coach Munkin didn't think he was the man for the job. That's what created some of that tension. He thought JT Daniels was the better quarterback. Yeah, he's got every right to be a little cocky, guys. Just man, y'all bit. burn us. Just a little bit. Hey, uh, let's hear from Chris Fiblemore. He came on this radio station yesterday. He works for the AJC. He's been covering this Hawks story. Um, and was talking with Zeno, who was filling in for us, as a matter of fact. Actually, yesterday we had the game on, MLK game. But he told Mark Zeno that there is a disconnect between Trey and the organization, Mike. And this is another element. If you are, again, and I don't want to over-exaggerate this because, you know, Mike and I, we see this in a different way. But if you're besties, okay, and there's still a disconnect with the organization, then what's really going on? If, if, if I'm friends with the star on the team and I can't come to grips with why we can't get on the same page, what's happening? This is how Viv Lamore described it. Uh, that's a good question, too. Um, um, I think having Trey in your, in your organization presents challenges. Uh, we've seen some of them bubble out. Um, we had a, you know, an a element in the reporting today that you know, he didn't even fly back with the team after a loss to Miami in the playoffs last year. Like that stuff, I think, is a, uh, is a young player who needs to mature. Uh, and I think there are issues with that. Um, but they're, look, they, Trey Young is their guy right now. You have to be. If you, you traded Luka Doncic for him, um, and you can see what Luka Doncic is doing. We can all say they've you know, advanced the same amount in the playoffs, but Luka does what he does on a nightly basis. He's a perennial first-team All-NBA or perennial All-Star. Um, they've got to live with that. that and. But don't get me wrong, Trey's offensive capabilities are unquestioned. Right. Uh, but he does present challenges. I mean, he's a defensive liability. He's small. He doesn't, you know, it's hard to guard. Uh, and you've got to compensate for that at times. I mean, there's no lies said right there, sports fans. I mean, I know that we, we love, look, we, we want that Trey from two years ago at the Garden and against Philadelphia and for part of that Buck series. That's the Trey we're looking for, the Trey with swagger, who backed it up with, with effort. And that hasn't been the consistent Trey we've gotten the last two years. You guys remind me, he did not have a great game in that game six where we got beat by the Heat, right? He did not play well. That was the game where Hunter stepped up. Game five. Up. Game five. Five, yeah, right? Yeah. When, when Hunter Correct. stepped up. That was the one where he was getting doubled and everything. That's why that's created the need for the DeJounte thing. And instead of being on the plane and saying, fellas, I'll be better. I'll play better. My bad. I know I need to do more. Well, that was game two. Game two. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. why wasn't he on the plane? Yeah. Going back, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. I don't care. Did he play bad, or was he that so much in his head that it mattered, Mike? That's what I'm getting to. Yeah. 
two, five, six. It, I don't care. Be a star and be on the damn plane with your team and say, hey, I need to do more. That's all I'm saying. Either way, that's last year. Where we're going this year, I have no idea. All right, guys, coming up, NFL Blitz is on the way. Mike Bell, how about them Cowboys? (laughs) Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 